discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Are you glad to be here? I want to share some few things with you. And I believe very strongly that it's going to help you. Okay? All right. Praise the Lord. Shall we start with a word of prayer? Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that your word proceeds with so much grace and so much power. Thank you for changes to your glory and to your praise. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to share something very important with you. Okay. Very, very important. And it seems as though God himself has had his own way, even from the beginning of the service. I've been listening to what you've been saying in the service. And you've been talking along that line. Yes. So, uh, about a week ago, I was praying concerning what to share with you. And so God asked me to talk about this particular very all-important thing. You know, in the kingdom of God, there are, there are keys. Okay? There are keys in the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 16, if you read from verse 15, let's read from verse 15, Matthew 16 from verse 15. He saith unto them, this is Jesus talking, but whom say ye that I am? Who do you think I am? What are people saying? Then they began to give answers. Some people answered and said, thou art the Christ. In other places, you know, we, we see people, they tried to answer, you are... Uh, Elijah re- reincarnated. You are the prophet that is supposed to come. You are this one and this one. Then he asked them, who do you think that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the son of the living God. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know, everybody was expecting that the Messiah, the word Christ means the Messiah, the savior, okay, the one who was to come. And everybody was expecting him to come in a setting. They were expecting him to come as a king. Come on top of a horse. You know, recently I was watching um, something on Facebook and some Jews were being interviewed about so many of them. So many of them were being interviewed. Do you know that the, the Torah, the Jewish Torah that they use in their synagogues does not have Isaiah chapter 53 in it? Isaiah, only Isaiah chapter 53 has been torn out. Yes. The rabbis, some rabbis, some many, many years ago about more than 2,000 years ago, tore it out. Around the time Jesus came and he fulfilled all those scriptures, when he left and he realized that it was him, they just tore that particular. Do you know what is in Isaiah chapter 53? They tore that portion out because that's the portion of the Bible that really tells that he really is. I mean, the description is just the way Jesus suffered is the same thing. Same thing. It's like from one stage to the other. We can check it. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has, he has no form of comeliness. And when he shall see him, we shall, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Next verse. 
he is despised and rejected of men this is exactly what happened this is exactly what happened he was despised and rejected of men then he says a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he's talking about the jews and how they are going to treat the messiah he was a spice and we esteemed him not that's what's happening right now we did not esteem him surely he has born our griefs and carried our souls yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of god and afflicted i mean all this you can read the whole thing if you go it talks about the sufferings of christ what jesus came to do and everything and it's been torn out completely so they don't know they are not aware so some people were just telling them and almost everyone who was told got born again yes they were speaking in hebrew we were speaking to them in hebrew every most every one of them that was exposed to this particular portion of the bible as a jew was born again they just gave their life because they realized that ah, they know jesus oh, but they don't think that he's the messiah yeah because the messiah is supposed to come in another form and that's the second that's actually the second coming of christ that's the the public second coming of christ there, there are two types of second coming of christ there's private and public <laughs> the private one is for is for his children he will come for his children that one jesus will not he will not come to the earth he will appear in the skies and then we will be caught up with him and he'll take us to the father hallelujah, hallelujah. i know you'll be caught up in jesus name, jesus name. yeah then the, the the second the actual second coming is a public one when he will come with him okay we will come with him if you read him there are so many places in revelation chapter 1 verse 17 i believe he says that behold he cometh with clouds i think it's verse 7 revelations 1 verse 7 behold he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall will because of him even so amen isn't it the word clouds there is actually us as christians okay christians if you read Acts chapter 1 verse 9 look at Acts chapter 1 verse 9 when Jesus was taken away from them, the Bible says, Behold, two men stood by them. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. And a cloud received him out of their sight. Have you seen it? A cloud that would received him out of their sight. So just as he went, the Bible says, I, Go to the next verse. He will come the same way. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. They are angels, right? So angels appear as men sometimes. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse. Uh, the Bible says that do not be be conscious of entertaining strangers because some have entertained angels unawares. So you have to be smart. You have to be a nice person. It pays to be nice. There are some people who are too rude. No matter who you meet, you just speak to the person roughly. That may be the next person who is sitting on your your interview panel, and you will be the chairman of the interview panel, and you will see what it will do to you. When you see his face, you don't have to answer any questions. Just go back. <laughs> Just go back because you failed the day you, you said something foolish on the street. Hallelujah. Then he said, so the angels told them, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into, into heaven shall so come in like manner. He shall come in the same way, in like manner, as ye have seen him go into heaven. How did he go? A cloud received him. Now actually the cloud was actually a cloud of witnesses. Okay. When Jesus rose from the dead, if you read in Mark chapter 27, you see it from verse 50, you see it there. When Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't rise alone. There were other people who were also raised from the dead. Abraham came from the dead. 
Jacob came, Joseph came. The only people who didn't come were Enoch and Moses and Elijah because they were already relocated to heaven. Hallelujah. That was why in the transfiguration, we had Moses and Elijah appearing with Jesus, consoling him and helping him. Hallelujah. So, the cloud speaks of Christians. Okay, in Jude chapter 1 verse 14, go to Jude one fourteen. In Jude one fourteen, he talks about the fact that he shall come back with ten thousands of his saints. This is not my, my preaching. I, I didn't have this, all this in mind. The verses I'm quoting for you are not verses I've thought about for the last maybe three months. I'm just, as I'm preaching, it's just coming to me. He said, Enoch also the servant from Adam prophesied of thee, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with what? Ten thousands of his saints. So the cloud is actually saints. Ten thousands of his saints. Probably it's for somebody. That's why God is letting me talk about it. Ten thousands of his saints. And if you read Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, he says that, Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so good a crowd of witnesses. You see, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. So there's a cloud of witnesses that are witnessing us. They are called a cloud. The people Jesus rose on the dead with, the saints he rose on the dead with, okay? The Bible says that he led captivity captive. All of them came out. And the Bible says they showed themselves to people in the city of Jerusalem. So it doesn't make sense why the Jews still don't believe. Because he saw so many people, some will be farming and then Moses will just appear. It's clear, it's in the Bible, Matthew chapter 27. I mentioned about I didn't let us read it. Matthew 27, let's read from verse 52. Okay, go out to verse 50 so that we understand this particular portion. 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. When he cried, it is finished. And he died. He didn't, he didn't actually die. Nobody killed him. He gave up the ghost. The Bible says he gave up the ghost. Hallelujah. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent into two. The temple, they were so high, more than 14 feet up. But it just tore. You can't tear it from, but you can't tear it from up to down. It's so thick that no human being can tear it. And if you are going to tear it, you need to stand on scaffolds to be able to go up. It wasn't torn from the bottom up. It was torn from the top to bottom. That was where the glory of God was. Showing that the glory of God has now exited that place. The glory of God is coming to men's lives. God was tired of living in temples built with men's hands. His original plan was to live in human temples. That is you and I. So, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. That's significant. Top to the bottom. And the earth did quick. This is one person dying here said, I'm dead. When he did that, things started happening. Earthquake, rocks were renting. Rocks were tearing to pieces in Jerusalem. Can you imagine? Yeah, die and see if that will happen. It may not happen. <laughs> this is a very special person. Next verse. You better give your life to Christ if you haven't. Because the future is not so nice for you. Next verse. Verse 52. Verse 52. And the graves were opened. When all that was happening, the graves were opened. All the graves in Jerusalem opened. And many bodies of the saints which were dead arose. <laughs> Next verse. And came out of the graves after his resurrection. They came out of the graves after his resurrection. Okay? So there was a great earthquake. The graves were opened, but they didn't come up that same day. It was after his resurrection. When he, came, when he came out of the grave, then they came out of the grave as well. Then the Bible says, and they went into the holy city and appeared unto many. 
they appeared unto many people. It was a sight to behold. It was a sight to behold. Yet they don't believe. So it's actually not seeing is believing. Seeing is believing is not much. They've seen, but they don't. They don't believe. Yeah, all these things. Earthquake. I mean, the the guy who presided over the crucifixion of Christ gave his life to God that same day. Because when the, when Jesus died, he said truly, this is the Son of God. Because of all the things that were happening, all the signs. One of the thieves died. The other one died. This was the last person to die. When he died, the, you see, Jesus died at 12 o'clock. Okay? He died at 12 o'clock. He was crucified at 9. He was led on the streets of Jerusalem around 6 a.m. Early morning. People were spitting their morning spit on him. Yeah. He suffered so that you will not suffer in your life. You don't have any business suffering again in your life. If you don't understand what Jesus has done, that's when you... you, you the day I found these things out, I stopped suffering. You can just decide, I am stopping. Like, and, that's, and that's how it is. Like, I'm stopping. Suffering, it has ended. Me, suffer again. Mba. Sharp. That's, that's it. That's basically what you need to do. And everything will be fine. Yeah. Decide. It's a decision. You decide that because he suffered, he was stripped naked, he was put to shame, so that I will never be put to shame in my life. So no matter what wrong happens, I will never be put to shame. Never. Yeah, he bore my pain. Well, was I showing that? I think one of the Wednesday, Wednesday services, I was showing the Passion of Christ. I made us watch small, his, the way they lashed him. Yeah, all the lashes he took were because of you and I. Yeah, you don't have any business bearing any pain again in your life. Cast your cares upon him, for he cared for you. Hallelujah. Yeah, when it says, now when is this Matthew 27, 54? Ah, oh, is this is the next verse, isn't it? Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. He gave his life to Christ. Truly, this was the Son of God. But the Jews were saying, Look at him, foolish man. <laughs> he says that he will, he, will write, he will build a temple in three days. Okay, you are dead. <laughs> How can you build a temple in three days? So they were just mocking him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus at that particular place was asking them, Who do men say that I am? They said so many things. Then Peter said that thou art the Christ. You are the son of the living God. Then Jesus said that, listen, you are Jew. It is not flesh and blood that has told you this. It is not your mother who told you. Your mother doesn't have enough wisdom. She hates, she hates God. But you have had this coming to you by God himself. God himself. This lets you know that God talks to people. If you think that God does not talk to people, you have made a mistake. When God came to earth and walked as a man, there was another man who said something about him and he said that this one, it is not human beings who have revealed it to you. It is God who has revealed it to you. Yeah. So God uses people to talk to you. Okay? God uses people to talk to you. He uses preachers to talk to you. He uses people who are not even preachers to talk to you. Sometimes God will use a dumb ass to speak to you. When your ears are too hard. When God is talking to you, you are not minding. The preacher will say something, you don't mind him. God used someone you didn't think of. Even stones are used. Stones are used. There was a day Jesus, the day Jesus was entering Jerusalem to, to go and die. When he was entering, there were so many people who were shouting. They didn't even know why they were shouting. They were just shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hallelujah. Yeah. Even stones can talk. 
the, the people were shouting. People were putting their clothes on the floor for Jesus to, uh, the, the ass or the donkey was riding to, to walk on, you know. And the Jews and the people in the, in the temple were complaining. Then he said, listen, even if these people keep quiet, the stones, these stones will rise and they will speak. Yeah. Sometimes you can receive prophecy from people you didn't think you can receive prophecy from. Yeah, I've had people stopping me on the way and telling me, listen, this is what's going to happen in your life. And it has happened. Clear. Those are stones and dumb asses. When Balaam could not see, Balaam's eyes were blind. He could not see the angel that was there with the sword drawn to, to kill him. But his donkey that he was riding saw the angel. Even the donkey saw the angel. And turned. When he was turning, Balaam was just beating him. Then he turned to another place. As he was going, he, he two walls. And the angel was right in front. So the donkey couldn't turn. Yet, Balaam wanted him to go. So the donkey crashed Balaam's leg on the wall. And Balaam said, listen, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> then the donkey spoke. Yes, spoke Hebrew. The donkey spoke and said that, brother, how long have you had me? How long have you been my owner? I've been, you've owned me for a very long time. Have I ever done this to you? And Balaam was not afraid. He spoke back to the donkey and said that. Listen, I'm going to kill you. If it wasn't because of the space, the small space, I would have gotten down and killed you long ago. He said, listen, I've, not, I've been your, your donkey orders. I've not ever done this to you. Look, look at the angel that is standing there. Then Balaam's eyes were open to see. And then you said, thank your donkey. You would have seen what I've done. I mean, very supernatural things. I see some supernatural things happening around you. Yeah, that's in Numbers. Numbers chapter 22, I believe. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's referred to here, Second Peter 2, 16. But what was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumb as speaking with man's voice, forbade the badness of the prophet. Numbers 22, 21. So you can write it as a reference, okay? Yeah. So Peter said that, Charlie, you are the, you are the Christ. The son of the living God. You are the son of the living God. Then Jesus said that, hey, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you. You don't have the wisdom for this. This information that you have given is from, straight from above. So God can speak through somebody to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I've had that so many times. So many times. So many times. I don't know if you ever had that before. A drunkard talking to you and telling you about your future. A drunkard can prophesy to you. Have you ever had that before? Yeah. A madman can just talk to you and say, your life will be fine. You'll be so rich. Yeah, it happens. And then people, I mean, normal people too can just say something. Just as they can be used by the devil, by God, the devil too can use them. Because after this place, some few verses after, Peter was used by the devil to, to talk. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. You, are, you, you don't care about the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. Yeah, so both can happen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so, next verse, verse 18. And I say unto you, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys. I will give unto thee the keys. Say the keys. I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Now, this is not the keys to the kingdom. Hmm? It's not the keys to the kingdom. It's the keys 
of the kingdom. Say the keys of the kingdom. Not to the kingdom. Because the only entrance into the kingdom is a born again experience. That's the, that's the only key. Jesus said, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Except you be born of the spirit and of water, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that has to do with the born again experience. So that, the born again experience brings you into, that's the key to the kingdom. It brings you into the kingdom. Now when you enter the kingdom, there are many doors in the kingdom. There are many, 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 many doors. And you need keys to be able to open those doors. They are huge doors. But they are keys that are given. Jesus spoke to the Pharisees and spoke about how that they are taking the, away the key of knowledge. There's a key of knowledge in the kingdom. If you don't have access to the knowledge, you are in trouble. It's the key of knowledge that people don't have. That's what makes, gives them all the trouble that they have. Hmm? In Proverbs, he says that through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. The just is the righteous one. When you become born again, you are the righteousness of God. No two ways about that. But you're, you're being delivered from your trouble into your inheritance. Is dependent on the knowledge you have. The knowledge you have. Verse 11 verse 9. An hypocrite his mouth destroyed his neighbor. But through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Tell your neighbor, through knowledge shall you enjoy life. So, wherever you are, in life. Okay? You are there because of the knowledge you have. If you are going to move to the next level, it's going to be dependent on the knowledge that you are going to gather. Knowledge of God's word. I'm not talking about any kind of knowledge. I'm talking about knowledge of God's word. How many of you understand what I'm saying? Keys. They are keys. They are principles. In the kingdom. Keys. One of the major keys is giving. When you talk about this, some people insult us for talking about it. But I'm telling you, without that, you can't go on. You want to prosper? How many of you want to prosper? You are, you are prosperous already. But for that prosperity to show forth physically, for you to see it, it's spiritual. There are spiritual things that God has made. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't run away from that fact. It's there. But for you to have it physically showing forth around you, there are things you need to do. There's, there's electricity around, isn't it? But if you don't connect, if you don't connect to your, your building and wire your building up, will you have electricity? You won't. Does it change the fact that there's electricity in the system? Does it change that if you don't have electricity in your house, light in your house, does it change the fact that there's electricity in the system? There's electricity in the system, but you don't have the right equipment. You've not connected yourself. No wires. That's why the problem is there. That's why you're in darkness. Are there radio signals here? There are radio signals, there are TV signals, there are Wi-Fi signals, there are uh, Bluetooth signals. You'll be surprised if someone's Bluetooth is on. <laughs> there are Bluetooth signals, there are infrared signals, there are all types of there are mobile communication network signals. 
all over. They are crossing. Some are going through your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Right now, I'm talking to you. It's just all over you. Is it true? Can you listen to Love FM right now? Are you, are you hearing Love FM right now? I'm not Love FM. <laughs> this is not Love FM. What do you do if you want to get to hear what they are saying on Love FM? Tune in where? Tune in your mind. You must get a certain instrument, a certain equipment, a certain tool called wireless. Wireless. No wires. Oh? And even after getting that, you'll be, you have to put it on FM. Hmm? Frequency mode. And then you start tuning. You must know the digits that they are functioning with. What is, what is, what is it? One... 99.5. Then you tune in to 99.5. Then you can hear Love FM. Same with the kingdom of God. I mean, it doesn't make sense. A lot of Christians, they go and come, they go and come. It's like, oh, nothing is happening in my life. I don't know, God, this is your last chance if you don't do... Listen. <laughs> God, this is your last chance if you don't do something, something bad will happen to you. Yeah, people say all kinds of things. God, when I meet you, you see what I'll do to you. Yeah. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why? Listen, there are keys. There are principles. There are tools you must use. If you don't use them, you walk through. You'll be in the kingdom. You're in the kingdom. But obey, obey keys. Eh? No keys. You are keyless. It's either you, there are people who have the key and are not using it. They know, but they will never use it. They are just sitting down looking at everybody. Yeah. They are people in church. I mean, they've been in the system for a long time, but it's like nothing is happening. Don't blame anybody. Blame yourself. You see, whenever you think that someone is responsible for your problem, it's the easiest thing to do. That's the easy way out. Blaming people is the easiest way out. Rather than taking responsibility, you blame people. I'm not here because this person did not do. Brother, this person did not do what? Your life is not dependent on people. Your life is dependent on you. Do you like my message? So you are are responsible for your life. What I just said is a key in the kingdom. You are responsible for your life. You are. Whether you believe it or not. The fact that you don't believe in gravity does not change its, its existence. If you don't believe it, it's your, it's your own problem. It will still affect you anyway. If you like, jump and see. Someone just jumped at Legon yesterday, last, uh, from Friday night into Saturday. Yeah, he just jumped. A young guy. Just, he's disfigured now. Did you hear about it? Who heard it? It's not yet showed up in the news. Yeah, he just jumped. Like that. I don't know whether he was testing gravity or I don't know what it was. Hallelujah. You see, God's desire is that you, you, you move forward every time. You do well. Have the best of life. Okay? That's God's desire. Now you must have access to, you must know how to use the keys. And you see, almost everything we share with you in, the, in, in, in church, we are not talking because we, want, we just want you to gather so that we can take offering from you. No. Actually, in most churches, especially in this church, what we give on Sunday, okay, and what one person will give during the week, 
Normally, it's not everybody's money that does things. It's not everybody's offering that does things. There are some people who are wild guys. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying reduce your offering. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to let you understand that you see, pastors are not there for just money. It's like, we, oh, all these pastors who have come, when they meet in chair, they are just doing the church so that they can take money. No, we, we care. There are people like that. Is there, are there fake American dollars? Are there fake American dollars? Why are they fake American dollars? Because they are originals. You can't fake something that does not have an original. Anything that can be faked has an original. It is, it is fake because there's an original. So just as they are fake American dollars, they are fake pastors. They are fake prophets. It shouldn't be news. No, do you, do you, are you, is it news when you see cities that have been uh, fake cities? I mean, the five cities, there are plenty that are fake. I mean, they're in a You go to the bank, they say this one is fake. We don't take it. There's not, and there's not, nobody, nobody bothers about it. It's only that, it's only the church. When you hear that somebody, a prophet has put his leg on someone's eyes. To do, then everybody, hey, pastor, then they just generalize. Pastors are, oh, pastors are, this, your mouth. <laughs> oh, pastors are, whatever. You dare be there. I don't know if you, I don't know if, if <laughs> am I saying something that you don't like? Let me, let me just preach. I don't know why, but I'm just being prompted to talk about some of those things. Yeah, I mean, they are genuine people. People who truly love God and truly love God's house. And love God's children. And have been sent by God to educate his children as to how they should live their lives. And help them. Okay? To exude the glory of God. To dominate in this world. Before they exit to heaven. Yeah. There are people like that. I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be losing in heaven. Authority. Real authority. Because the key, keys give you authority. How do we know the house belongs to you? If you gather keys. You gather keys? Who gather keys to my bema? Do you remember that song? Who gather keys to my bema? If it is your, your bema, where are the keys? Why are you asking for the keys? If you don't have the keys, you have no authority. You can't enter the house. You can't enjoy all the things. You can't enjoy the hall. You can't enjoy the toilet. You, your stomach can be, you know, doing all kinds of things. You just can't enter the toilet. Hallelujah. You see, the toilet is a very important part of the house. <laughs> Some people, it's like they don't, it's like they don't. That you see a very pretty lady, you wonder if the person poops. I don't know if it has ever crossed your mind before. I think about it. No, you see their way, they are looking so nice. Hey! Hallelujah. Yeah, it gives you authority. Keys give you authority. Okay? And today I want to give you one of the, a very important key. Do you, do you like, do you want me to give you the key? Yeah, you need it. You need it. Okay, so I'm talking about the power of your mouth. The power of your mouth. The power of your mouth. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about it for like a month. Yeah, I'm going to talk about different aspects. Okay. The power of your mouth. 
There's so much power in him. It's a key. It's a key. It's a key in the kingdom. You can either talk yourself down or talk yourself up. You can either talk yourself into the glory of God or talk yourself out of the glory of God. You can either talk yourself into the prosperity that God has given to you or talk yourself out of the prosperity that God has given you. You can talk yourself into failure or talk yourself into success. You can talk yourself into health or talk yourself into sickness and weakness. It's all in your mouth. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, look at Matthew, Matthew 10, 16. Jesus said something before he sent his disciples. He said, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. I send you forth as what? Sheep in the midst of wolves. Can a sheep survive in the midst of wolves? Is that going to happen? Can that work? That is not, I mean, that is wolves. Wolves' primary diets is meat. And the easiest meat to get is sheep. They will not fight back. Sheep can't fight back. Buffaloes fight back. Yeah, a buffalo can be as big as from where I'm standing to the, to the pillar. Yeah, that's, that can be the, the length of a, a buffalo. Very big. Now, if it gives you one horn blow, you are in trouble. Or it can just kick you. Even giraffes, it's not easy to kill giraffes. Yeah. I was just documenting on a giraffe. The giraffe, you see, two, three lions were trying to kill the giraffe. Throughout the night, they couldn't kill it. They couldn't, from morning throughout the night, it wasn't, it wasn't working. Because if it, if it kicks you with one of its hooves, you just, they just, the lions move from here to the other side, the down. They just, it's not easy for them. Yeah, the serious resistance. They got, they, 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 there were three, two other lions that came to join them for them to succeed. There were five to be able to bring it down. Yeah. So the small thing. But sheep, I mean, cool chop. I mean, sheep, you just do this, and you are following you, isn't it? No, no strength, nothing. So weak. So weak. And the Bible mentions that we are the sheep of his pasture. And now that we are, the, we, are the, we are his sheep. And he tells, I says, behold, I send you forth. All of you, I'm sending you forth as sheep. In the midst of wolves. So, he's letting you know that the whole world, there are wolves everywhere. The world is not a place where Christians can actually exist easily. You, you, you can't exist in a system easily. That is why it's difficult for Christians to prosper in this world. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are Christians who have been lied, you know, against. People accuse them for things they didn't do. And they couldn't defend themselves. Christianity teaches you, it not just teaches you, the life of Christ in you makes you meek. It makes you meek. People are talking against you, but you can't reply. I don't know if you've noticed what I'm talking about. You can't reply. You are not like every other person. You can't insult back. You can't slap back. They can't slap you. There are Christian women who are suffering in marriages. They are suffering in marriages. You see, there are two types of marriage. There's marriage of ministers, pastors, and there's the marriage of an ordinary person. 
In the marriage of, in the, in the marriage of a pastor, when a pastor marries, the wife becomes the person of authority. <laughs> the wife becomes the wicked, the, the one who has a probability of becoming wicked. Do you understand? Because a pastor, as a pastor, you can't, you can't divorce your wife. Can you divorce? You can't divorce your wife. You can't slap your wife. You can't cheat on your wife. No side check. You can't have side check. You can't go and booze and come and come and beat your wife. I mean, you can't do that. You get it? And the wife's no. They know it. So when they marry, then if you are, if God does not help you, your wife can become the devil in your life. Will want to control you. That's the second aim of every woman. They want to control. First aim, marry. Second aim, control your husband. Third aim, have children. Finish. <laughs> hey! You like my message or you don't like my message? Yeah, but in the world, in a, in a normal world setting, it is the husbands, when they marry, it is the husbands who have the probability of being very wicked to their wives. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever seen a, a man who is just wicked towards the wife? Yeah. I mean, one day he's coming home and he's coming with three children. Now, who are these people? They, are, they all look like him. They all look like him. And the wife, what, what happened? No, no, no questions. Just they are, feed them. <laughs> they are your children too. Hey! It's not a small thing. Oh. Yeah, but you may not have that with pastors. It's different. A lot of women suffering, suffering, suffering. Christian women. It's not easy for them. Oh. That's what the Bible tells you. Do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. So don't even start it. Yoke yourself with a believer. You may suffer, but it will be very small. <laughs> the madness is minimized. You see, it's in all these things are in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 7, I think verse 22. It says that in marriage, they are precious. They are precious in marriage. But I spare you. I want to spare you. Yes, I want to spare you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm sending you forth as what? Sheep in the midst of wolves. In the midst of wolves. So as a Christian, you can't cheat. You can't write double zeros. I mean, it's difficult. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's difficult. You can't do that. But someone in the world, ah, he can just... People carry cocaine and prosper. Prosperity is very easy for people who are in the world. It's very, very easy. They just have to do some trips. They just have to carry cocaine to another. Are, if you want to carry cocaine, I mean, it's very easy. It's very easy if they catch you in trouble, but if you, if you want to go. It's a, it's a, you just have to prove yourself in a certain way, and you go. You can go to Holland right now. Just that like you have swallowed some cocaine pills. When you go, you go and poop, they give you some whatever. <laughs> what drug can make you poop? A laxative that will let you poop. You poop everything out if you are not caught. And then... By the time you finish pooping, all you need to do is just poo poo. When you finish poo pooing, nah. Your money. Poo poo in the hand, money in the hand. Poo poo on the left, money on the right. Very easy. But a Christian, you can't do some of those things. You have to be honest. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to be honest. You have to be nice. You have to do the right thing. You can't cut corners. 
you can't cheat your workers. There are people who cheat their workers. Instead of paying them thousands, they pay everybody 500 Ghana cities. And the 500 Ghana cities, you get it once in three months. Yeah, because the money is being used to buy a men's gold so that it can just, it can make more money. Investment, I mean, all kinds of things. But as a child of God, you just can't do. Or you have been doing some of those things. The way you are Christ, like you have been doing some of those things. I mean, you can't do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being a Christian has to do with ignoring the pleasures that are of this world. Choosing to ignore the pleasures that are in this world. And choosing to suffer with Christ. That's what it means to be a child of God. You choose to suffer with Christ. Hebrews chapter 11. Concerning Moses. Hallelujah. So we need some keys to be able to exist in the system. You get it? Exist as sheep. Harmless. And all that. Yet succeeding. Going higher and higher. Doing big things for God. And pushing the kingdom of God forward. Hebrews 11, 23. Hebrews 11, 23. Go, go from 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hit three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, when Moses came to years, when he became matured, when he turned 40, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He had all this. Old. He was called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He was popular in Egypt. Big guy, big man, schooled in all the seven levels of, of the education of Egypt. Hallelujah. Seven levels of wisdom of Egypt in architecture, in engineering, agriculture. Seven masters. He had seven masters. Very wild guy. He had access to women. I mean, all type of bottoms. They can shake any type for him. Yeah. And at that time, Egypt was the world power, it was the world power, the highest country in the whole world, and he was a prince in Egypt. Yeah, Prince Moses. Moshe, I mean, Charlie, very wild guy. But he, the Bible says that he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. That's, this is Christianity. You decide that I'm not going to go along this line. I'm going to go along this line because I'm a child of God. I'm different. I'm different. I'm the light of the world. They can mess up, but I'm the light of the world. I'm different. Yeah. You see your friends doing all kinds of things. Do you see your friends doing all kinds of things? Easy way out. Why are you struggling? iPhone X has come. All you need to do as a lady is just do this for a big man. Just do this. For a big man, a lap dance is okay. All you need to do is just do this, and an iPhone X will just land in your in your hand, and you'll be fine. Very easy, not no man, no, no stress, no stress. But you choose rather to use a yam, suffering affliction for the Lord. Hey. One lady in our church. Her bottoms is like this. It's not a small thing. I mean, when you see her bottoms, you move. No matter who you are. It's one of our churches in Accra. I mean, she doesn't walk on the road for more than two minutes. 
you can have four cars stopping. Four very big men. Big men. That's a blessing of God. Big men. They'll just stop on the road. Ask for cards. She can get so many cards. I want to help you. Hey, that's it. That's it. I want to help you. Take my card and call me. I'll help you. Hey! What type of help is that? Recently, she called me and said that a white man who owns a very big hotel in Accra has become her friend. Yeah, and I mean, the guy is interested. He's interested. He says you even come to church and all that. He's lying. He's lying. Of course, he's lying. He's lying. He's, he's looking for something. Yeah. Hey. But she's choosing to serve God, choosing to stay in the house of God. Some of them don't understand what is wrong with you. I'm trying to help you. Don't want me to help you. You see, she's struggling. She's struggling with money, even money. Sometimes hundred Ghana is the problem. She's struggling. Yes, she's struggling. <laughs> Hallelujah. But she has chosen not to. That is being a sheep in the midst of wolves. Wolves all over. Sheep. Meh. Wolves are just pouncing all over. <laughs> hey! It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. I mean, there are guys who have sugar mummies. You have sugar mummies. You look at you. Look at your fine self. You say you're a pastor. It's like waste of resources. Waste of resources. You're like giving yourself to the Lord of resources. Where is that? There are wolf sugar mummies around. Three rounds is equal to one Highlander. One golf. But you choose rather. You choose rather. Have you chosen rather? I choose rather. Rather to suffer affliction with, with, with the people of God. Choose rather. It has greater benefits. Yes. It has greater benefits. It may look like you are being a foolish person. Yeah, because you look clearly. Every time. Lady had an offer. The guy said, let me just press your breast and give you a thousand five. Just like that. I mean, how does that hurt? I'm pressing my own breast. What does it? It doesn't do anything. Thousand five. But you say, I choose rather. I choose rather. Hey! You see, and sometimes when you make some decisions for God, that is when the wolves pounce on you at a very wild rate. When you decide, probably you are going a certain line. Yeah, you are going along a certain line. I mean, you were you were the area of Sanka. You get it? The area, whatever. Oh. And you decide that no more, no more. I'm now committed to God. My life, my body. My heart belongs to God and my body belongs to God. That is when you get the highest office. Old customer starts coming in. I know some guys who can't exist in certain offices. Certain government offices. Yeah. So they organize their exit. Because they are, they are cheating the government. The people, you know, I mean, in Ghana, our pay and what we are able to do at the end of the month does not tally. It's a great miracle. <laughs> it's a great miracle. People are giving testimonies in church, but they know what they are doing. It's a great miracle. She, the difference is very wild. Very, very wild. Guy is getting 2,000 Ghana cities. But he's doing things that are worth 10,000 Ghana cities every month. 
Where is the 8,000 coming from? You tell it's the doing of the Lord. He's lying. He knows what he's doing in the church, in the, in the office. Yeah. yeah. My, a friend of mine had to, they organized him out of the office. They, they just accused him of something and took him out of the office so that they can do what they want to do. When he came, they told him, that, okay, this is what we do. This, this office, this is what we do. So you better confirm. And he said, well, I'm a child of God. I can't do that. So said, what? I'm a child of God. I can't do that. Eh. Okay. And we are, we are the children of the devil. Eh? All right. Oh, within six months, he was gone. They organized his exit. Cry. Yes, yes, yes. So that they can do what they want to do. Being a sheep in the midst of wolves. So Jesus tells them, go back to that place, Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Jesus tell us, tells us what to do. Because it's not a joke. He tells us what to do. What to do. What to do. Then he says, be therefore wise as serpents. Wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Wise as serpents. So there's always not a serpent. Have you ever seen a serpent? Serpents, about six serpents moving together, to, like they are moving together. They are chatting. They are going. <laughs> I bought a fridge not long ago. And this one, oh, I also bought an air conditioner some few weeks ago. Do you see anything like that? There's nothing like that. Serpents are independent. They, are indep- they don't rely on anybody for anything. You see, we can have serpents here. We found so many here recently. They've bought fridge, they've bought air conditioning, they've bought, they are living with us here. And we didn't know. They can be around and still be quiet and flourish. And lions with all their two know. There are, there are no, very few lions in Ghana. I'm not sure there will be more than 10 lions in Ghana. Yes, with all their two know. <laughs> Always making noise. They are, they are extinct. Yes, but serpents, they know that when they show up in a certain way, Nobody will be friends with them. They are dead. They are going to die. So they know how to be around in secret. There was a serpent just behind this wall. Right here. Yes, you have read. I think we've killed like, I mean, we've killed like maybe more than 15. Yes, in the last two weeks or three weeks. Right here in this place. In this other side behind us. I mean, all over. They are always going. One was coming into the place like he was, like a church member. He was just entering. Was entering through the gates. It entered, it was just coming like that. Then it met one of our guys and said, Hey, Charlie, welcome to church. Then he just moved. Yeah, I mean, just fell just, we just followed him and killed him. One was climbing, we had one climbing the wall. He was just climbing, he was coming back home. Just climbing the wall. He had gone to work, coming back to visit his family. A black cobra, right on the wall like that. They were here, plenty. Plenty. There was one even, you killed one just here by the staircase. Just here like that. Are you surprised? Don't worry, when you are moving, move freely. They are all dead. We've killed all of them. Hallelujah. Yeah. They were just around. They are here, independent, quietly. Yeah. It's a certain type of wisdom. Yeah. Hide and flourish. It's called the wisdom of hiding and flourishing. I'm not talking about the wisdom of a serpent today. I'm just telling you one of the, I'm showing you one of the wisdoms of, of a serpent. Okay? I just showed you one now. Hiding and flourishing. Yeah. People don't know that we are here. We have a very big church, but people don't know that we are around. Even those in this town don't know that we are around. It's just for a reason. We are being wise as serpents. 
If you make too much noise, you can be killed very easily. Because people don't like the church. Don't you know people don't like the church? People don't like church. That's why when something small, look at how they are bashing your tablet on, on, on the internet. I mean, someone like this man of God. I mean, he has helped people. Do you know helping people? He's a pastor. One person wrote, this man met me 26 years ago. My father had died, my mother had died, and picked me off the streets, fed me, took me to school. Now I'm an engineer with ECG, and I'm now working in America. That is the type of person we are talking about, yet people are castigating him on the internet. Hey, who is he? Whatever. Hey. Church, people don't like the church, and we must know that people don't like the church. You have to be aware and know how to function. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Don't just open your eyes, like show your face everywhere. Every time you just show your face. I mean, I've been in this city for more than 10 years. The first time I came to Kumasi was 2003. I've been pastoring. I, became a, I came here as a pastor in 2009. Almost 10 years ago. Have you seen my poster somewhere before? Have you seen my poster somewhere before? Very soon you see it. I'll have two people. I'll lay my hands on two people. And I'll be smiling. Yeah. I call myself prophetic payload bulldozer. Killer something. You must have a certain type of wisdom. Yeah, I'm here, but you know, I can move freely in the system. Yeah. We are doing a lot. We are doing a lot of work. Very wild work. But shh, tell me about shh. shh. Yeah. You are a serpent. You must move in the system quietly. You are prospering, you are buying fridge, buying TV and all that, but nobody knows. They are living where they are living, but nobody knows. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But one of the wisdoms of a serpent is its ability to use its mouth. The power of the serpent's mouth. Okay? Yeah. A serpent does not have a lot of teeth. Each teeth cannot even be used to tear. And the teeth of a serpent is not like ours, to tear the flesh and all that. It can use to catch and hold a prey. Okay, but the serpent has an inward power called venom. It's able to produce something called venom. Yeah, it's an inward power. It's one of the wisdom of a serpent using its inward power. <laughs> Go to Second Corinthians four thirteen. It says, "But we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak." Next verse. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with him with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Verse 16. For which cause we fail not. Then it says, But though the outward man what? Perishes. Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. There's an inward life that we have. The life of God is inside. Okay? We have an inward man. We are spirit beings. We have souls and we live in bodies. The actual and the real you is spirit and he's inside. Okay? It's your spirit that animates your body. When your spirit and your soul leave, that's when death occurs. The absence of the spirit and the soul is called death. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, everything that Jesus has done for us is in the spirit. All of it. Everything. For instance, if you go to Second uh, Peter chapter one, verse three, okay, Second Peter one, verse three, we can read from verse two. 
to be great from verse 2. Second Peter 1. This grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. According as his divine power, the divine power of God has what? Has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. All things that pertain unto life and godliness. Everything has been given unto you. So as you are moving on, you are a package of God's success. Because everything you require for your life has been given. It's inside. Because we are serpents. The serpent has an inward power. An inward ability to produce something called venom. That it functions with. That's why when it bites you. And when a, a cobra, a king cobra bites you, you know it lasts for six seconds. You are just gone. Pow. It looks like a very normal thing. A tube with a, with a head. That's a tube with a head. But it's very, that's why we're afraid of it. Because one bite. We don't care. Some people say that there are some snakes that do not produce venom. We don't care. We, don't, we just don't. We don't like any of them. <laughs> or we, don't, we, we know how they can be. We don't care whatever they are saying that this one does not. We don't. We don't. We are in Africa. I, they, those are broad. They, they can do those things. You can have a, a white man with a serpent around him, and then he's playing with a serpent. I don't know. Some they, they live. Serpents live with people. Yeah. But down here, we don't care. <laughs> or what, what do you think? Yeah. It's meat. <laughs> we don't care whether whatever. We don't like snake. Hallelujah. According as His divine power has given unto us all things. Say all things. All things. This is so powerful. It means that your life doesn't depend on somebody else. Your life doesn't even depend on God anymore. Because he has given you everything. According as his power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him. Hmm? That has called us to glory and virtue. Next verse. Verse 4. Whereby are given us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in this world. Through last. He's given us all things. Partakers of the divine nature. What is it that you are looking for? Everything is inside. Let's put everything inside. So, the will of a serpent is to make sure he's concentrating on the inside. Concentrating on producing his venom. Because that's how you can live. If you don't concentrate on the inside and you're focusing on the outside, you're in trouble. If you think that your, your joy is going to come from outside, you are in trouble. You think your joy, there are Christians who think that their joy, Christian ladies who think that their joy will be in a certain, will come from a certain guy. Oh, pastor, he makes me so excited. Pastor, you have no idea. It's my what? It's my joy daddy. <laughs> Mina, this boy is not from God. He's not correct. We all know. Everybody's aware. You are the only one who is not aware. Only you, you are not aware. Because you are, you are chasing joy, happiness. Your happiness does not, it doesn't depend on people around Joy is not from people. It's, from, it's a quality of the spirit. 
In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the human spirit, the fruit of the inward man, the inner man, it says, Though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The inward man has fruits. It says, The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, joy, peace. So you don't look for peace outside. It's not the things that are around you that makes you have peace. Peace is an inward thing, it's inside. So if you don't pay attention to the inside, you are not being wise as a serpent. You are going to, to be killed as a sheep because you are in, you are in the midst of wolves. You've forgotten. That's why a boy can take you for a ride and break your heart into 75 pieces. You can only mend 65. There are 10. You can't continue. Peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. They are all inside. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans 12, 3. Romans 12, 3. Everything that you can think about is inside. Everything has been given. That is why, you see, Jesus did what he was supposed to do and left. Because he's finished. He's finished. Jesus on the cross, he said that it's finished. And he meant it. He meant it. There are some prayers Christians shouldn't pray. After this series, hopefully I'm going to talk about foolish prayers you are not supposed to pray. Yes, foolish prayers. That's the title of the message. Foolish prayers you are not supposed to pray. He says, For I say to the grace given unto me, to every man that is given is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man, the measure of faith. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Say the measure of faith. faith. Say I have faith. Say it again, I have faith. So faith is not something you are going to get from somewhere. Of course, faith can grow. But you have faith. That scripture where Jesus said that uh, if you had faith as little as a grain of mustard seed, you should have, could have been able to say to this mountain, be that removed. It doesn't apply to you any longer because you have that faith. If you are born again, immediately you get born again, you, God gives you that faith. And that's the faith you require for your life. Joy is inside. Faith is inside. Love is inside. Peace is inside. Gentleness is inside. Goodness is inside. All things that you can think. Prosperity is inside. Long suffering is inside. Everything is inside. Say everything is inside. Everything is inside. Do you agree with what I'm saying? You better believe it. If you don't believe it, you are going to, you are going to go for a long... You always be looking for things. You always, even the anointing is inside. The anointing is inside. Everything is inside. First John chapter 2, verse 20. And 27, you see it there. First John 2 20. Look at it. But ye have an unction of from the Holy One. The word unction is the same word as anointing. You have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. You have an anointing from the Holy. See, I have an anointing. From the Holy One. Yeah. It's inside. It's in your spirit. It's in your inner man. Look at verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. The anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. It is in you. Say it is in me. me. Say it again. It is in me. Yeah. All things that you ever need in your life is wrapped up within. That's where your power is. I'm giving you keys. I'm giving you plenty keys. Yeah. At the same time, plenty keys. That's why I can start projects without money. I can. And I do. That's what I always do. My dreams are not subject to money on the outside. 
I don't say I'm rich because I have. Normally, my account is zero. That's the type of account I run. Zero account. There's nothing inside. No. The banks, they don't like me much. I don't keep money there. I think I have just like 200 guarantees in my account. My account, like, my account. I can show you, I have just 200 guarantees in it. But do I look like I'm a poor person? Even when I didn't have anything, I was still saying I'm rich. I didn't have anything. Okay. Go to Genesis chapter 41. No. Let's, let's read 39, rather. Genesis 39 from verse 1. There's one in 41, but 39 verse 1 is okay. Those of you who think that your prosperity... When, when we say, I'm rich. You are saying you are rich because you have money in your, you have money in your, your bank. You have 10,000 sitting somewhere. 10,000 is not much. 10,000 can be blown away like... And it's just finished. Say my prosperity is not dependent on outside things. You, you, you may not have a house. It doesn't make any, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It's inside. Yeah. You may not have a car. Makes no difference. It's inside. You may not have what? What don't you have? No iPhone, land, nothing. It's inside. You may not have a beloved. Inside. Do you understand all things? Yeah. Just according as his divine power. God's divine power. All of God's power has done this. Just according as his divine power has given unto us. All things that pertains to life and godliness. Living the God way on earth. Having life and living the God way on earth. How many of you know Joseph of the Bible? Not Joseph the one in your house. Joseph of the Bible. <laughs> And Joseph, this Joseph was brought down to Egypt. Brought where? Down to Egypt. All, every time they, are talk, they talk about Egypt in the Old Testament, they always say down. Down to. When they are living in Egypt, they say up, out, off. And Egypt was a superpower. Egypt was a, it was a type of the world. Getting in touch with the world and deciding that you are going to go along a certain line is actually a movement downwards. It's a movement downwards. If you like, check everywhere. You can find them for me. Check everywhere in Genesis. When Isaac was trying to, was exiting uh, Egypt, the Bible says that he went up out of Egypt. When he was going to Egypt, the Bible says he went down to Egypt. You can check. It's plenty. Genesis 12.10. Let's look at Genesis 12.10. That's about, about uh, Abraham. Go there. Go to Genesis 12.10 before I come to this. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt. Down into Egypt. So don't, don't, make, don't make decisions with the world like for the world. It's down. You are going down. You don't know. You decide that, oh, who just do them. What? Then give me scholarship every time and say I'll be child of God. Make I not do something. Then give me scholarship. What make I do? <laughs> it's actually a step down. Any decision you make for God is a step up. Verse what? Verse 26. Same book. Genesis 26, 2. Go to Genesis 26, 2. Genesis 26, 2. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Don't go down. Because going to Egypt is down. You are going down. So God told him, I'll show you where you should be. 37, 25. Plenty, oh. Plenty. 37, 25. Show us. 37, 25. And they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked. And behold, the company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels, bearing spice, spicy balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. 
Have you seen it? Down. Egypt is a step down. When you come, when they come out of Egypt, it's up out. Can you find one? one? Thirteen. One. Go to. 13. Am I showing you something? And Abraham went up out of Egypt. He went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had and lot with him into the south. Up out. Up out. Acts seven fifteen. Up out. Acts seven fifteen. Go to Acts seven fifteen. I have Bible scholars in the church. So Jacob went down into Egypt and died. He and our fathers went down. See, I'm not going to go down. Yeah, who, who, who in his natural mind would want to go down? How many of you want to go down? Nobody wants to. So making decisions for the world is a decision downwards. Making a decision with God in mind, and with the spirit in mind, is a decision upwards. Okay? So, um... 39 1, yeah. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar. Now, how was Joseph brought? Prior to this, Joseph was, um, was a dreamer. He had dreamed that um, all his brethren were bound out to him, his mother, his father, everybody was bound out, the stars, the moon, everybody was bound down to him and everything. Okay? And his father liked him so much that he had sold, given him a coat of many colors. Yes. Nice, nice coat. And his father sent him to go and check on his brothers who were feeding their sheep in the desert. But his brothers didn't like him. So when he was coming, his brothers said that they would kill him. They planned to kill him. But their big brother said, no, don't kill him. Let's put him in this pit. His big brother said it so that when they put him in the pit and they are going, he will come back and come and take him. You get it? But when they put him there, the big brother left. They took his, his coat of many colors. They saw some Ishmaelites coming to go to Egypt. And they showed him to to them as a slave boy. Their own, his own brothers, oh, they sold him as a slave boy. And they took his, he, the robe, it's a long robe. That was what was covering his nakedness. He had only a boxer shorts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tommy figure boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that was all he had. And they took the robe off and sold him into slavery. And they, they killed an animal and poured the blood inside there dress and said that when they go to their father, they'll say that oh, an animal tore him on the road and they saw the clothes on the road. That's what they did. And that's what they told their, their father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that, this is how, this is the backdrop to this particular verse. Can I read it to you now? Yeah. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar. An officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. Next verse. What does, he have, what does Joseph have now? Tommy Hilfiger, Boxer shorts, isn't it? That's all he has, isn't it? Tommy finger, that's all. Someone said Tommy finger. Now, read this verse. One, two, go. Read it once again. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Ah, ah! He, the guy doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything. Just a boxer shot. Yet he's referred to as a prosperous man, because your prosperity is not on things around you. Jesus said that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. A man's prosperity is in the richness of his, the quality of his spirit. What is inside is the most important thing. 
Focusing on what is inside is more important than any other thing you can think about. It came to a time when Abraham and Lot were choosing. Lot, Abraham told Lot, choose wherever you want to go. Lot lifted his eyes and saw the green side of the desert. Green. And that was Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't know that it was going to be destroyed after some few years. And he went there to live his life. You know how he exited Sodom and Gomorrah? With his two children and his wife, who, turned to, who became a pillar of salt. He went empty. He, didn't take, he couldn't even take necklace. He couldn't take his, uh, his watch. What's the name on the watch? Rolex. He couldn't take his Rolex. He couldn't take his Goosey watch. <laughs> he couldn't take his Goosey watch. Yeah, he just left. He ran away. When you make decisions that are not from God, when you think that your prosperity or your, your life your, your, is outside, you are in trouble. You will make very foolish decisions. There are decisions you make as a child of God and for the spirit that looks like it's a downward movement, but it's actually an upward movement. Yeah. Sometimes some of us are faced with a decision to step into ministry. Everybody thinks that it's a step downwards. But it's not a step downwards, it's actually a step upwards. It looks like it. Why we look not at the things you are seeing? But the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Yeah. I see what I'm talking about. What am I talking about right now? Focusing on the in, inside. Inside. It's a wisdom of the serpent. I showed you one. One is that a serpent's highs and flourish. Number two is that a serpent does what? Focuses on his inward abilities. Inward power. He has inward power. Ability to produce venom from within. And that's what I'm trying to show you. That Charlie, your life does not consist in some things. It's inside. Say it's inside. inside. Say it again. And I'm just trying to talk about prosperity for you. Your prosperity is not outside. We can drop you in a desert. Everybody will come to you in a desert. That's, that's the type of life we have. Everybody will come to you in the desert. They will come. But if you don't know it, forget it. If you know it, the key is in knowing. If you don't know it, you're in trouble. If you know it, the world will come. I came to Kumasi with one bag. That was all I had. No money, nothing. Doesn't spoil anything. Doesn't mean anything. Better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. Do not despise humble beginnings. Yeah, you may be beginning in a humble way. It doesn't mean anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was a prosperous man. Even though he had just a box of shoes. All things that pertain to life and godliness. Go back to that scripture. It's so nice. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Read it to me. One to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's no joking matter. Unless you have another, maybe you have another plan in your mind. Those of us who don't have other plans in our minds, we believe in the scriptures. Why do you carry a Bible you don't believe? No, why do you carry a Bible you don't believe? They carry the Bible, they don't believe it. They are unbelieving believers. Unbelieving believers. And we catch them by their speech. Their speech and by what they do in challenges. 
We yeah, we just catch you. Just know, like, oh, he's just uh, he's just talking. He doesn't really believe it. He just he's just talking. Inward power is inside. Say it's inside. It's inside. You know why we fast and pray, or pray and fast? You know how we do that, so that we believe what God has said somehow. But we believe what is inside. I, I pray so that I can focus because the world tries to take your attention. I pray so I can focus on Christ in me. Christ in me. Christ is in me. Christ is the power of God and is the wisdom of God and he's in me. What do I need? But normally you are, you are tempted to look outside. Look at what this other person is doing. Compare yourself to somebody. Look at what this goes. Oh, I wish I could become like this. Then you try to go to the person. So how did you become this? Oh, I did this. I did that. I did that. Then you try to do the same thing. Ignoring what is inside. If only you would wait on God and allow the Spirit of God to talk to you, you would know what to do. And you would know where to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't live an outward life. Yeah. That's why I pray. That's why I speak in tongues. Because as I speak in tongues, the Spirit of God within me shows me my future. Yeah. He gives me access to my future. He shows me what to do, where to go, who to talk to, who not to talk to. It's within. If you're speaking in tongues, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to have access to the Spirit of God inside you. In 1 Corinthians 14, 14. Look at it. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. I will never be poor in my life. No, not when I know these things. Not, no, not when I know these things. God is inside me. I'll be God inside conscious. Yeah. It says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he. The greater one lives on the inside. There's no problem on the outside that can defeat me. Nobody and nothing can stand against me successfully. Never. 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 Hallelujah. Say God is inside. Go go to 1 John chapter 4 verse 4 before we come back to this. Okay? I just like that scripture too much. Little children, ye are of God. It says, ye are of God, little children. Ye are of God. You hail from God. You hail from God. I'm conscious of where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm not from Sukakope. I'm not from this country. I'm not from Ghana. Am I? I'm from Ghana. Yeah. I'm not from this country. I'm from a higher place. It's called inside consciousness. That is the inward power. Your confidence in life is based on what you know from the inside. Hallelujah. Says you have got little children and overcome them. You have overcome everyone. You've overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you. He is in you. He's not outside of you. He's in you. This is the this is what it means to be as wise as a serpent. To be conscious of the inward power. The inward power. Your inward abilities. You can produce venom for people to fear you. Yeah, because of this venom, everybody's afraid of it. Yeah, there's something within that will cause everybody to be afraid. And wonder at your success. Ah, how come? I thought he was just one of the boys around. Bible says that David, David's generation hmm, wondered at him. David said, I'm a wonder unto my generation. They wonder how, how, how. Ah. You know with this boy we don't want for the guy inside. You know this guy we don't want. This chick where he did work for the guy inside. Hey, in that. In that. <laughs> in that. 
Inada. Don't be anybody else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's by focusing on the inward power. What is inside? Well, ask anybody, what do you know is what do you know is inside you? Do you know what is inside you? Do you know what's inside you? Yeah. For, for instance, one, one of the things that are inside is the life of God. Yeah. It's not fake. You may not feel it. You don't have to feel it. It's not fake. If you want to know it, you have to say it more. Yeah. How do you know you are Ghanaian? How do you know you are Ghanaian? I was told. How do you know you are from... Gan, Accra. Everything you know, you were told. And you keep repeating what you have been told. That's, what, that's why it has become your reality. Yeah, you've been repeating it. When they ask you, where are you from? They ask you, yourself, myself. What's your name? My name is from class one. That's, what, that's the first thing they teach us. To be able to identify ourselves. And all our identity is natural. normal with oh, where you are coming from and all those things. So that you, you have it at the back of your mind every time. But there's something higher. And that's what we are trying. We are trying to re-educate you. Let you know that there's something higher. They didn't tell you. We are now telling you. There's something higher. I'm not of this world. Truly. And, you see, so the more you say it to yourself, the more really becomes. The more you say to yourself, if you like, don't say it. You'll be normal. You'll be natural. You'll be, you'll be like every other person. Normal. And you'll be criticizing those who be saying another thing. You'll be criticizing them. Ah, every time you are saying they know who they are, who are they? They should go away. <laughs> and be there. Tell your neighbor, be there. Be there. Say, I'm different. I'm different. Say it again, I'm different. I'm different. I'm not from this earth. So Jesus was a carpenter. They knew his father. They knew his mother. And he came and told them that I am not from this world. They'll speak in Hebrew. <laughs> like, is this not the carpenter's son? Are you mad? You are not from where? <laughs> you fixed my table just two days ago. You are coming to say that you, don't, you are not from where? <laughs> this boy, pa, what is he? But that's where the miracle is. That's where the power is. Jesus was, did, did not mince words concerning where he was from, who he was, and where he was going. He always spoke about his, his, his origins, where he came from. Hmm? Always spoke about where he came from. Yeah. I am from above. That's what Jesus said. I am from above. Then he says, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are from beneath. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. This is Jesus talking. This is our Lord talking. He's showing us how to live. He's showing us how to live. How to live. Jesus was, Jesus was a success. Biggest success ever. The aim of Jesus' existence was to die. And he did exactly that. So he was a success. Oh yes, he was a success. When the death came, he didn't run away. He died. The most shameful of all deaths. That's why he's a success. It also, it's even scarcely for a rich man, a righteous man, or someone there to die. People don't die for people like that. Yeah. Look at John chapter 12. Jesus said, I am the light of this world. He that has me, 
shall not one is just one John chapter twelve verse forty two I think. Look at John twelve forty two. This I am come a light into the world. This is Jesus showing you where he has come from. I am come into I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. You do where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? No, Charlie, be honest with yourself. You now, when you know that, when they ask you, Charlie, where are you coming from? The first place you mention is your hometown. Am I lying? First place you think is your hometown. You, you, have, to, you have to retune yourself. Yes. We have to retune ourselves. Look at John chapter 9, verse 4. John 9, 4. I must work the works of him that sent me all his day. The night coming when no man can work. Whilst I'm in this world, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Look at the next verse. When he had that spoken, he spat on the ground and healed the guy. As long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. Yeah, in John chapter 8, where we're reading, he says that I am the light of the world. He that has me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He shall have the light of life. That's Jesus talking. He knew he was. He knew he was. Do you know who you are? Ask anybody, do you know who you are? You see, your, your ability to exist as a sheep amongst wolves is dependent on knowing who you are. Locating yourself. Yes, that's what it means to be wise as a serpent. Living from the inside. Living from the inside. I'm not ordinary. It's not just a cliche. I know it. I know it. I'm sharing. That's why I've not been able to even get into my message. I'm just sharing my heart with you. Yes, I'm sharing my heart with you. That's I'm sharing what I know and what I believe as the scriptures has given. That's all I'm doing. I'm just sharing what I believe. Yeah. In Colossians 1, verse 27, it says, To whom God will make known unto what is the riches of the mystery of this, of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. You see, this is the mystery of God that was hidden before the ages started. Yet he says that God is pleased to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Which is the mystery is that Christ is in you. Because Christ is in you, there is hope of glory. Christ. So what is it? Inward power. Inward power. Christ. In, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says that Christ is the wisdom of God. And Christ is the power of God. And Christ is in me. So what is inside me? I have the wisdom of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. It says, but unto them, 1 Corinthians 1.24. Yes, 124. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks. Go, go, go up. Go to verse 23. Go up. 23. We preach Christ crucified. Now, this particular information unto the Jews, it is, it's a stumbling block. And unto the Greeks or the Gentiles, it is foolishness. Christ to a, to a Jew is a stumbling block. When he hears about Christ, it's a stumbling block. Okay? It's, if I can't explain it for you to, to you right now, it's a long thing. It's a stumbling block. Then to the Greeks, who are the Gentiles? That's where we came from. Okay? It's foolishness. It doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? It's like you can hear what I'm saying and wonder, ah, this vampire is serious. 
Talk about some business principles and let's go our way. Talk about 21 ways of making money. Yeah, I mean, there are preachers who are now getting to because Christ is not powerful enough. Because the, the people, everybody thinks it's foolishness. Everybody thinks it's foolishness. We should focus on Christ where? Yeah, joke. That's the power of God. He says, unto these people, one, to, one, to one it is a stumbling block, to another it's foolishness. But unto them which are called, I called. But unto those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. And I just showed it to you in, first, in, 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 uh, in Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. That Christ is in you. Christ in you. The wisdom of God and the power of God. That's the, that's, that is how you are going to dominate this world. Do you like my message? That is how you are going to dominate. So meditate on Christ in you. Think on Christ in you. What does it mean? You see, when we say meditate, it means that as you think to know, you think to know, you think on that information to know, to have access. As you think on the information, God opens doors. He opens your mind to things you can do, what you can, what you can be, what you can accomplish. If Christ is in me, I can never go down. Oh, the power of God, all of the power of God is inside you. What can I do with this power? The question is, what can't I do with this power? What can't I? Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. You see, you may not understand the wisdom of God until you read some scriptures. He says that wisdom is more precious than jewels. It's more precious than rubies. And all the things that thou canst desire are not cannot be de- compared to. You may not understand. So it's like, oh, Christ, the wisdom of God. What does it mean? You see, there are things you are desiring that cannot be compared to wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom says, I dwelt with God before the foundations of the earth. To have access to wisdom, verse 8, 11. For wisdom is better than rubies. He's not talking about the lady called Ruby. So kind of precious stones. Rubies are one of the highest precious stones you can have. Very expensive. Very, very expensive. Very scarce. That's what makes it expensive. Anything that is scarce is expensive. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that you may de- that may be desired, all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. All the things that may be desired, what can you desire? It cannot be compared to wisdom. Christ is the wisdom of God. It's not the wisdom of men. It's the wisdom of God. And it's the power of God. Think on these things. Rise up on your feet. And thank God for what you have shared with you. Thank God. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314. Or send an email to info at Christworldinc.com. God bless you.